Welcome to the Manuscript Academy podcast, brought to you by a writer and an agent who both believe that education is key. The beauty is the people you meet along the way. And that community makes all the difference. Here at the Manuscript Academy, you can learn the skills, make the connections, and have access to experts all from home. I'm Julie Kingsley. And I'm Jessica Sinsheimer. Put down your pens, pause your word counts, and enjoy. It is time for another Manuscript Academy first page podcast. It's also time for the holidays. You know the season of merriness, the season of too much eggnog, the season it's tough to get the word count down. But it's also the season to really spend time living. It's one of the few times of year that no one expects you to be at your computer constantly refreshing. Agreed. Taking the time for friends and family is not only the best way to enjoy the season, but it's often a fabulous place to get more raw material for your actual work. And it'll also restore your energy for setting your writing goals in January. But wait. Don't put those pencils down just yet. We are having our first ever holiday write-in party on December 16th with our very special guest, Anna Conathan. And today for you, we have our first page podcast with Anna so you can get to know her. You guys, she's so great. So I'm going to read you her bio. Anna Cranich Conathan is a writer and performer living in Maine who enjoys spending her summers working as a sternman on a lobster boat before moving to New England Anna worked as an actress, comic, and screenwriter in New York and Los Angeles. She has pushed gurneys on ER, opened for Paula Poundstone, performed at the Montreal Comedy Festival, and worked as an in-house writer for Disney Animation, and penned screenplays and TV scripts for Disney, Sony, Warner Brothers, and Paramount. Anna enjoys storytelling and has performed with Mortified, DC Speakeasy, Story League, and The Telling Room Slant. So I'm happy to introduce you to Anna. Hope you enjoy the first page podcast, everyone, and hope we can see you on December 16th. Head on over to manuscriptacademy.com slash RSVP to get on the list. It's free and open for everybody and will work on any of your smart devices. Hope to see you there. I am so pleased to welcome Anna Conathan here to the Manuscript Academy podcast. Welcome, Anna. Hi. Anna, tell us about yourself. Um... I am a writer. I am a mom. I live in Maine. Uh, sometimes I work as a lobster woman. Sometimes I work as a standardized patient at the hospital here at Maine Med. Um, I like doing a lot of different things. One thing that I'm very good at, but I actually don't enjoy doing, is writing. Yay! She's a liar. <laughs> I'm good at it. Anna- it just doesn't bring me the intense pleasure that interacting with humans does. <laughs> Anna is a Hollywood screenwriter. I used to be a Hollywood screenwriter. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. And now I'm working on a book. Um, I like writing short personal pieces, essays, uh, humor pieces, things like that. Um, a playwright. Yep. And I, I love doing stand-up. I love storytelling. Mostly I enjoy writing uh, when it helps me interact with other human beings and the sitting down in the chair and getting the work done while necessary, is definitely the most uncomfortable part of, of writing for me. But with the gift of audio recording, I do a lot of writing while I'm driving, you know, just talking <laughs> into my into my phone. I wrote my last my last piece that got submitted to the Boston Marathon Festival that I wrote in my car using my voice. You're such a weirdo. I am. 
Um, I like to harness Anna's talent and I force her to stay in the chair mm-hmm. and I time her. Yes. Julie and I, I'm much more effective when I write with Julie. <laughs> so I asked Anna to come because I, we've been hearing from so many of you that you miss our first page podcast. So we thought we would jump on one today. So we are just going to get started. We have one chosen randomly and Anna is going to read it aloud. All right. I wish I was special. I wish I had an unusual quality that distinguished me from everyone else, or at least my siblings. I took the definition from Merriam-Webster when I looked up the word special. Yes, I still use a dictionary and encyclopedias. Don't judge. My parents think books are actually better than reading anything online, even if the books are covered in dust and I sneeze every time I open them. We have thousands of them in the house and the barn, which is now an antique shop called The Incredible Barn. But maybe it's more than wanting to be special. Yeah, I'm back to that. It's more like I want to stand out. Okay, let's be honest. I want to be as good as my brother and sister. Okay, be as good at something as them. Once when we were coming home from a camping trip, aka antiquing trip, stopping at every antique shop and spending at least an hour in each one trip in New Hampshire, I was pretend sleeping in the back seat. Sam and Natalie were real sleeping on either side of me. My parents started talking about us, so of course my ears perked up. The teddy bears Natalie are making. The the teddy bears Natalie makes are amazing. Each one hand-sewn so special. Don't you think, honey? Mom whispered, and my ears strained so hard, I'm surprised they didn't pop like they did when we climbed, a.k.a. drove up Mount Washington. Amazing, Dad answered, taking his normal voice. Thank you, Dad. And how about Sam? Is he the fastest 11-year-old on the planet, or what? No Down syndrome is going to stop our kid, that's for sure. He really is special, isn't he? I couldn't wait to hear what they were going to say about me. Holding my breath, I waited. At that exact moment, the moment I've been waiting for, Mom screamed. Dad put on his brakes, and we all lurched forward. What? Natalie croaked. Whoa, Dad, said Sam. What happened? Dad pulled over and took a few breaths. Apparently, there was a deer. Thank God I didn't hit him. I used to adore Bambi. Not anymore. Mm. Okay, so we're, what we're going to do, Anna, is mm-hmm. we are going to put the Manuscript Academy podcast um, mm-hmm. timer on. Sounds official. It does. It sounds it's, very official. It's I, my iPhone. I feel like I'm on a game show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so we're just going to critique this. We're okay. just going to get started. Would you like to go first? As our no, guest? I'd like you to go first since I've never done this before. Oh, okay. Um. My first thought is that, that this feels solidly middle grade to me. Um, I like the voice. I think it feels, if it is middle grade, I feel like it feels um, age specific. Um, I like so many of the details that we have here that are grounding. I like that we're in the car. I like how we know the family unit. I like how um, we kind of have a diverse background with the kids. Um And I like that we have this kind of counterpoint between the two brothers, I mean, excuse me, the brother and the sister and this main character. Um, I'm starting to think, do we know the character's name yet? Mm, I don't think we do. Natalie's the sister and Sam is the brother. And I don't think the character names themselves. And actually, I think that maybe that could be put in here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, this is page one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, 
And, and she doesn't necessarily have to name herself. She can be named by somebody else in the family. Yes. Um, so it doesn't have to be like a big deal. It could be like, Jen. Is she asleep? Hand me the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, you could just, you could somehow just be like, oh, instead of her saying she's asleep, you could have mom say she's asleep. And that would build up that tension. Yeah. Um, where yeah. I think she's just saying, I'm pretending to be asleep. You could actually turn that a little bit in, yeah. and push into that tension. Um, what else do you think? Well, I, I love um, I love that, that the writer just jumps right in. You know, I wish I was special. And I think that's something that a lot of people can identify with. And of course, the irony being as you get older, hopefully you discover that everybody is special in their own way, which sounds like something a mom would say, which I am. So that's ridiculous. But I love <laughs> that uh, they start with that that proclamation um, that they're that they obviously assume that they're not special. Um I love the parents uh, and the families tied to like the antiques and old things, old thinking, old books, old items, um, you know, that they're trying to have these family experiences that are sort of always off, you know, like we're going camping, antiquing, we're going to climb Mount Washington in a car. Like it, it just sort of sets up the family as kind of quirky and kind of missing the mark. And I, I really just, I like the voice. Um, I think that we really launched into that character's um, like ne- personal neuroses, um, and I like—I I distinctly remember. I'm actually the youngest of three, and I used to sit in the middle every time, which still makes me angry. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to lean on either of my siblings, which also made me angry. Uh, but I love—like I remember uh, being in the back seat and pretending to be asleep. And I, I remember trying to eavesdrop on what my parents were saying. So I just think that was a really transporting um, device, thought, mm. approach. Um, I mean, I definitely, you know, finished the page wanting to know more about this character, but this is, this is where I would pivot into uh, a little bit more deeply into her feelings and in her, in her inner thoughts. Like right now we know she judges herself and she's laid the land of sort of who her family is. Um, but, you know, I want to know more about her. I'm wondering if this is really the opening scene. I don't know. I I just assumed it was because this is my first time doing this. No, I, was, I, like, I know. I know it's intended to be the opening scene. Okay. Oh, I um, see. I think there's a lot of telling here. Mm-hmm. I um, and I love it. I mean, I I love what's happening, and and I love you know this this tension that we're setting up. Um, it's really passive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wonder with this um, draft, how can you turn it more active? I, I'm obsessed with the Incredible Barn. It yeah. would almost would be cool, you know, to have an opening scene in that barn because yeah. it's so different. Or, or yeah, the Incredible Barn, or, or even on that. Like this is almost. Um, I would challenge the author to maybe try uh, taking this character on a couple different rides, if you will, and 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 not even necessarily to use for the book, but just to explore with them a little bit. Like, do give us a tour. This character is going to give us a tour of the Incredible Barn, or this character is in the car with their family and they are driving up Mount Washington and this character, the family is having a conversation about why they're not hiking up right. Mount Washington or, and how funny would it be if the siblings were asleep driving up Mount Washington? Yeah, that's also really funny. Like, <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, and when, when this family goes into an antique store, when they go on these trips, how does everyone in the family behave? And what is this character drawn to in antique stores? Like maybe, her, she does have a particular interest or, mm-hmm. or fetish. Maybe there's like some sought after item that she looks for whenever they go to antique oh, I love stores. That. I don't know. And actually, I think that, 
I mean, when I used to take my kids to antique stores, oh, Mm-mm-mm. I always picked up very weird things. Well, no, I mean, they just touch stuff and they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. how much is that? Yeah. You know? And so Sam likes to hammer away on old typewriters oh until my he gosh. gets yelled at. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so um, I think there's also, you know, so that's just an idea. Mm. I think that if we dive into Sam and Natalie, we're real sleeping either side of me. I kind of want to see that. I want to see the mouth hanging open. I want to mm-hmm. feel the rhythmic. Is someone breathing. leaning? Is someone leaning on her, drooling on hot? her? You know yeah. what the and actually is this contemporary or is this um, you know, a period piece, which would be interesting too. Are you wearing seatbelts? Like, right. you know, um, do you have an iPad? Uh, you know, do they have like automatic locks? You have to roll down your window manually. <laughs> Are you car sick? Are you car sick? Um, so all these things I think would add a little tension here. I'm not really feeling the tension until we get to the point where the parents are talking and then there's no payoff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So another idea would be just to start with the parents talking about her and we get the payoff. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what this deer does for the story. Well, it, it, it's, it robs the character. We understand that. Right. Like you're going to get what you want. You're going to get what you want. And like some rant, it's like the opposite of a deus machina, the deer like right. everything up. Am I allowed to swear on this show? Mm, no. <laughs> we'll bleep you out. Um, it's fortunate. This is one of those things you should General have mentioned. You should have audience. mentioned that at the beginning. Um, so, so I used to adore Bambi, not anymore. And then I'm like, well, how, where do you go from here? Yeah. You know, where's the tension go from here is kind of my concern because that broke the tension. Yeah. How do you sustain the tension in this first chapter if you just broke the tension right there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I To me, this feels a little bit like, and I, I have no idea because I wasn't there and I'm not the author, but that feels a little bit like I've come to the end of my writing time and I need it. Like I'm taking it out. Like this is something that I would definitely do. Like, oh, I'm done writing. What's well, it? it's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's a perfect it's, little twist. Yeah. yeah. But maybe the author should challenge themselves to, to, to put a pin in that choice and then try... They start talking about her and they say some things that are provocative. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that, that maybe the parents mean one way and that she processes another way. And then Natalie, like, you know, wakes up and like asks a question or like, right. you know, and then she's suddenly mad at her sister and her sister's like, what is your problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, why are you mad at me? Like, because, you know, the deer can rob her of this experience, but that doesn't carry into the story because the deer is going to run off. Yeah. Um, you know, unless the deer is a recurring symbol, which would be a choice. But if, if her sister or her brother disrupt uh, her opportunity to hear what her parents really think of her, or they, or she hears a portion of what her parents think of her and it, and it's not nice. Mm-hmm. And then she's left with that bitter taste and that misunderstanding. And then a sibling is the one who robs her of developing more understanding. Right. Then she gets to be arbitrarily hostile to that, si- to that sibling mm-hmm. and, and that could sort of flush out their relationship, how they banter. Uh, how they relate to each other. Yeah. I love the, the, you know, the criticism, the double entendre type thing that it could mean a couple different things. Like, like the euphemisms when I was teaching, I would be like, Oh, they're precocious. And mm-hmm. sometimes that would mean like, Whoa. yeah, my father used to say interesting a lot. That's how he didn't like things. Like, what do you think of this? Interesting. It was how many syllables he emphasized in the word interesting <laughs> that you know how bad or, or really not good it was. Yeah. And kids, kids can, in- that they can process things in such different ways that mm. that's where the meat of this is. Mm. So maybe 
there's a lot of telling about the incredible barn, but maybe it starts, you know, somehow you ground it into the teddy bears. Natalie makes her amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's something there that you could, you know, if you, maybe if you did do the Mount Washington, mm-hmm. we saw the siblings and you got really into this mm-hmm. and um, just dug in. I'm also interested in, you know, is, is the incredible barn like open for business? It's so cool. How often is it open for business? Is it magic? Does she have to, is like one of the family tours having to like work at the incredible barn where you'd really rather be doing something else? You know, like, is this the equivalent of setting the table and emptying the dishwasher in their family? I'd love to know more about what goes on there. Oh my gosh, me too. And like what you're looking for while you're antiquing to go into the incredible barn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that, that piece right there. It's really interesting. It's so interesting. And there's so much here to work with. There's there's so much I'm curious about, and I think that's great. Me too. I would definitely read on. Would you read on? Because we, we are looking at, oh, we're looking at eight seconds. Eight seconds. Would you read on? Oh, yeah. I would too. Yeah, for sure. Great. Nice work, author. Nice work. Anna- I, I want to go to your barn. I, I do too. <laughs> uh, Anna Conathan, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry about the swearing. We're going to bleep it out, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy writing, everyone. We are so glad that you joined us. And as always, we appreciate your feedback. Just head on over to the iTunes store and let us know what you think. It not only helps us make this podcast be the best it can be, but it also affects our ratings within the iTunes platform. We'd love to hear from you. If you're feeling brave and want to submit your page for our first pages podcast, you can send it to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com with first pages podcast in the subject line. We'd also just love to hear from you. And if you'd like to learn more about the Manuscript Academy and everything we have to offer, just jump on over to manuscriptacademy.com.